Brittany Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's Reflection episode. I'm so glad that you joined me. We are going to be doing something different today. Instead of starting our podcast with a centering and grounding practice, we're actually going to end the episode in that way today. It's been a long time since we did a scripture meditation exercise, and it felt like it was about time to do one of those. But don't worry, I haven't forsaken our burnout recovery series. We'll be continuing that throughout the month of March, and today's episode ties right in Today, we're going to be reading from Matthew 6 and listening to the words of Jesus about treasure and worry, which feels very applicable to today's world. Wouldn't you agree? We're going to be reading from Matthew 6, starting at verse 19 in the NASB version. If you'd like to read along, I encourage you to get your Bible or your favorite Bible app and open it along to read with me. This may be a very familiar passage to you, and if it is, I encourage you to listen for any new insights, parts of the passage that maybe you haven't noticed before or that strike you differently today. And when you're ready, we'll go ahead and start. Jesus says, Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. For this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. Do not worry then, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all of these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Okay, any new thoughts or insights? Was that passage really familiar to you? For context's sake, I think it's important to know that this occurs in chapter 6 
but it is part, only part, of Jesus' most famous sermon called the Sermon on the Mount, which goes all the way from chapter 5 to chapter 7, and this is smack dab right in the middle. Now, in most modern Bibles, you'll notice that it's broken up into sections almost by subject, and so many times we read these as two separate sections, one as being about treasuring and wealth, right, and then another one as being about the cure for anxiety. That's what my little section is called. I don't know what your Bible calls it, but in mine, that's what it's called, the cure for anxiety. But actually, you guys, I'm going to encourage you to think about this differently because Jesus was preaching an entire sermon all about his kingdom, all about how his kingdom flips everything on its head. Everything that his listeners thought they knew about the world, he was saying, let's look at it differently because I'm bringing a new kingdom. And if you want to be a participant in my kingdom, this then is how you're going to live. And he's inviting us as the readers, as the listeners to his word, into his kingdom, into a new way of thinking, into a new way of living. And these two sections are not separate. They go together. And here's how we know that's probably true. Because at the beginning of the second section, it says, For this reason, I say to you. So it does not start saying, do not worry about your life. It starts by saying, for this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life. So I think in a lot of ways, I've grown up thinking, seek first the kingdom of God. Don't be worried about today because God takes care of the flowers of the field and he takes care of the birds. So of course, he's going to take care of me. But you guys, if you think about that very deeply, it kind of rings hollow, doesn't it? Because the very grass and flowers of the field, he later says in the same paragraph, he's going to throw them into the fire. And Jesus was talking to a people group who were suffering greatly. They knew what it was like to struggle in day-to-day life. So Jesus isn't giving a simple, don't worry about it. He's saying, let's think about life differently. And that takes us to the paragraph above, because what he's talking about is what are we treasuring? He says, do not store up for yourself treasures on earth because guess what? They're not going to (laughs) last. These things are not going to last. Instead, store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Don't worry about the things of this earth, you guys, because guess what? I'm going to provide for those things. My kingdom runs differently. So what do we worry about? We worry about the things that we treasure. We don't worry about the things we don't treasure. So maybe for you guys, I'm not saying that our worries are not valid because we may have good reasons to worry about the things we do, especially in today's day and age, in today's world where there are many, many cares and many, many worries to be had with a world that seems unstable, with gas prices rising, with food prices rising, all the things. But what Jesus is saying is, In my kingdom, I provide for my people. Treasure me. Treasure the things of my kingdom. And I will take care of your needs. But if you're worrying about those other things, then you will have anxiety. Now, as a counselor, this is the way I think about anxiety. I think of stress and anxiety as two different things. Stress is our reaction to the hard things that are happening to us in the moment. Anxiety always takes us into the future. Anxiety is our response to things that have not yet happened, which takes us to worry, right? And Jesus, in his own way, gives us a mindfulness practice, a better mindfulness practice than any I could come up with. 
and that is to stay in the present moment, to rely on Him. You guys, this sounds very simple, and it is not, is it? It's so hard. It's so hard. But He's telling us how we can live differently, and that is to treasure Him, to treasure His kingdom, to trust Him, knowing that He will provide for our needs, not all of our wants, not all of our great desires, but certainly all of our needs. He takes care of his own. And he's not oblivious to the hard things that are happening. And he's saying, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Stay in each day. In other words, stay in the present moment. I got you. I got you. I'm giving you the things that you need today. He has given us full access to his kingdom As we look to him, he will give us the things that we need. So now I'd love to read through the passage one more time, thinking about it differently from this new perspective, and see what you might notice the second time around. And then don't go away. We're going to end with a good centering practice. So going back to verse 19 again, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. For this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all of his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Do not worry then, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Okay, friends, I want to end today with a breath prayer that you can carry with you throughout the week. My guess is that many of you have many burdens and many worries, and this completely goes into all of the series that we've been talking about lately because we feel so heavy. But Jesus's prescription his mindfulness practice that I want us to be able to hold on to and remember in our bodies as we practice together this breath prayer that we can bring ourselves back to as many times as we need to, 
to remind ourselves that we can stay in this moment, that as we seek him, he will take care of us today, then we are going to go and use the very last verse. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. As we do the inhale, I want you to take a deep breath, hold that hold that air deep, deep in your belly, and we're going to say, so do not worry about tomorrow. And as we exhale, we're going to remind ourselves, tomorrow will care for itself. And let's just do that a few times in a row. Are you ready? Breathe in. Do not worry about tomorrow. Exhale. For tomorrow will care for itself. Inhale. Do not worry about tomorrow. Exhale. For tomorrow will care for itself. One more time. Inhale. Do not worry about tomorrow. And exhale. For tomorrow will care for itself. You guys, as a counselor, there are so many great anxiety tools out there. So, so many. And yet Jesus, who breathed life into our mortal bodies, gives us the way to stay in the present moment and remember we can trust him. He's good. He loves us. He wants us to participate in his kingdom here on earth. And as we do, we will see his hand at work in our lives. We will see him meet our needs daily. And now, as you prepare for what comes next in your day, a benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus. Thank you.